Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The final whistle goes in Naples, and to say that was... Horrendous would be an understatement. Liverpool have been beaten by four goals to one in what was one of the worst performances, if not the worst performance, especially that first half of the Jurgen Klopp era. Peter Zielinski's fifth-minute penalty after James Milner's handball put Napoli 1-0 up. They then missed a second penalty. They had one cleared off the line by Virgil van Dijk as well. Then Anguissa scored one of the worst goals Liverpool have ever conceded. It got even worse when Simeone scored one of the worst goals that Liverpool have ever conceded. Um, for Straight after half-time when you're hoping for a bit of reaction. Nope. 47th minute, Zielinski makes it four. Liverpool did get a goal back a couple of minutes later through Luis Diaz to make it 4 1. But overall, Chris Page, like, that's as bad as it's been for a long, 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 yeah. long, long time. Yeah, like, we started the game and we looked tired. We looked devoid of ideas. We looked like we didn't know how we were going to attack. We certainly didn't know how we were going to defend. The ball is so obviously on all the fucking time over the top. Nothing's ever done about it. Um, we just continue to let the team do the same thing over and over, which is bypass our midfield, bypass our defence and run in. And what you need in those situations is you need the defenders to be strong, strong you need the defenders to be resilient and you need the defenders to be decisive. And on, on two or three occasions, Joe Gomez isn't decisive enough. Um, he's out-muscled, he's out-fought, he's out-just... Um, you know, technically he's done. Um, there's no, there's no desire to win the football. That's what gets there's me. There's no like, tracking. I think sometimes, right? I think it's dead easy for people like me to sit there and go, "They don't care, lad. They don't care. They're paid all this money. They don't care." And very rarely is that true. It looked like it. It looked like it today. It's not that hard to just be committed in a tackle I mean maybe they're just knackered maybe they're absolutely fucking knackered but to get back into position and just get yourself in the way to to not get out muscled by a like it, that's where it hurts like if they scored four wonder goals and played through us every single time be like you know what fair play 
No, because he did, but he didn't. How easy? How easy was it? Steve got sent Alexander Arnold watching players run past him. This isn't watching someone facing this way with someone running behind you. This is watching someone run past you, and you've got a decision to make in your in your head right then and there. I have this decision to make every time I play five fucking side football. Am I going to try and get there, or am I not? And I'll tell you what, I'm fucking apologising if I don't, but I'm 40 years old, nearly I'm a fat fucking lad, and I'm not a very good runner. So if they've already gone, I haven't got a chance. Trent Alexander-Arnold is, you know, 20 odd years old, one of the best players in world football, playing for one of the best sides in world football, in a Champions League night for Napoli, and he's made the decision of, no, I'm not going to try. And that is never, ever, ever going to be good enough at Liverpool Football Club. No. That, Joe Gomez was terrible for different reasons tonight. Joe Gomez was terrible because he was out, he was beaten and out-muscled by players. The desire happy. from Trent Alexander-Arnold is quite frankly laughable. It was. I, I, to be honest, I, say the same, I would say the same for Gomez because you he's... He can't it's be tied though. It's different. At least I was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think when th- those couple... I don't know if it's... Liverpool have got this air of confidence at the moment. I don't know, like a, there's a languidness to Liverpool. Yeah. And when you're winning, it looks boss. But when you lose, it looks like you can't be arsed or it's half arsed. The, the chance that gets cleared off the line is just too casual. It's very, there's been a lot, I'd say the way casual's been, you could, that's how you could describe our defending this season, very casual. Van Dijk's casual against Sancho, he's casual against Mitrovic. Liverpool, they're Gomez casual on a couple of occasions, three or four times you could say the same. Like, we are, we understand Liverpool play a high line, and there's a million reasons for it. it. The the objective is you run your fucking nuts off to get back, and you get rid of the ball. You do not get out much. You can't do that. Even the penalty that Van Dijk gives, right? I don't think it's a pen. I get it, but he's out. He's outworked. He's out sprinted. He's he's muscled. He's fucking very Van Dijk for goodness' sake. You know what I mean? That's what gets me is that I don't know if we're knackered, Chris. Like, we're, are we flogging a dead well, horse? We are here? We're flogging a dead horse. That, Last that? season may have taken it all out of them. There's injuries. Me, I, I understand all of it, but all, but all in all. It's very rare. Liverpool lose games, of course. It's very rare. You question if they give a fuck, and it's hard not to watch that game and go, "Did he give it? Did he care enough? There? Did he? Did he put the bodies on the line?" No, not really. He didn't because they didn't. I saw Napoli there in the last minute when it was four-one down. Lads jumping on the floor to put the, put them, just get themselves in the way. Didn't see that from Liverpool. No, no. There's a million things wrong. There really is. You can dissect everything, but ultimately, you can talk system, you can talk signings, you can talk injuries, you can talk anything you want, but ultimately, it's all of them were shit. Like, they were all yeah. pretty shit. D- Diaz tried. Diaz I'm not was, questioning his desire. Elliot was I'm not questioning enough. Elliot's desire. Although he had yeah. a few bad touches. I think for the most part, he was, half, he was half decent, to be honest with you. I'm not questioning Diaz's desire. I'm not questioning... I'm not questioning James Milner's desire, right? But I am questioning what he's doing with that desire. And is, is he is he up to it? I feel it's fair to say. Yeah, the, you he look like he look like an old you man. Can, you can have too much, and that yellow card early doors fucking did it for him. Like he wanted to sort of arrest the slide with that, but what he's done is he's put himself in a precarious situation for the rest of the match, and he's kind of so, showed everyone he's a little bit slow. Fabinho was. I don't know, positionally terrible. I'm questioning his desire to He was fucking Trent's crap. Trent's desire, Gomez's crap, desire, crap. Virgil van Dijk's desire, all of Pretty them. Bad. Terrible. I've got to do the player ratings later. It could be the worst ratings I've ever given. I've got a couple of super chats. Um, Win Lord says, thanks Liverpool for keeping me off social media for the next week. It's not the week, is it? It's only a few days. Get yourself back on before Wolves, hopefully. Um, 
And then we've got 10 from Broker Bullens. If Klopp wanted players, he would have the players. Klopp praised FSG on the back of when Scott Parker was sacked. The defence in 2020 was Klopp's decision. The midfield in 2022 was on Klopp. Players need to step up, but Klopp needs to stick as well. This but this is th- this is a problem, and, it, and it's always been a problem, and we've spoken about this before, and we've spoken about it with Paul as well, is that people f- get bored of talking about the reasons. The reasons ain't changed. This is what the 365-24-7 news cycle does. People want to move on. People want to jump onto they're finished. People want to jump, jump onto Man United at the back. This is exactly how Rio Ferdinand ended up Getting laughed at, you know what I mean? Give him the contract and blah, blah, blah. Because you can't judge it after a couple of games. You can judge it on that game, and that game we were fucking shit. That's the worst we've played this season by miles in terms of desire, in terms of efforts, in terms of technical ability on the ball, all that good stuff. That's the worst we've played. Nowhere comes close to that. Man United doesn't come close to that. It might be the worst we've played under Klopp since that Tottenham game. Yeah, exactly. There's been bad games. There's been horrendous games. There's been terrible games time and time again. Six months, nine months, a year, eighteen months apart for the most for the most part. But that, like, I don't think you can start questioning Liverpool as a side yet. But you can question that performance now. Not in three weeks' time, you can question whether it's a fucking epidemic. I don't know. I'm, I'm already. I'm worried now already. I think we've. I think the sample size is big enough. But the, the, but the reasons haven't changed. The injuries are all still fucking nasty. Yep. You know this. I'm pl- the sore pre-season was still fucking there. There's too many games in a short space of time. People are bored and want to move on. That's the problem. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's shit. They were shit. The reasons are all exactly the fucking same. It's, yeah, like I say, it's hard. You can't just pin it on, well, they've assigned them a midfielder, they've all been better. Well, no, because does a midfielder stop Trent Alexander-Arnold not getting back? Does a midfielder stop Joe Gomez just not winning a 50-50? It doesn't. We should have signed midfielders. We really should have. And there's a lock that Liverpool haven't done right. But the point that, and, and Falcon here with this five-dollar super makes it, this is the one This is the one most concerning one to me. The lads look shattered every match. I don't know if they just can't run or they can't be arsed to run. 
but it's embarrassing, and that's where I'm with. I'm saying they can't be asked; they might just be knackered. They might, and that maybe I'm making excuses for them. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the, yeah. the, we know the reasons. We're just bored of talking about them. It's, it's, but it's bo- it feels like it's bottoming out. See, yeah. Jurgen, they're putting. Yeah, everyone's saying, everyone's saying. Look, and right from <coughs> so, questioning about the age of the squad. Trent Alexander Arnold and Joe Gomez. You're talking to me about age. They were the two worst fucking culprits. Yeah. Right. Young lads. Yeah. Yeah. Like Harvey Elliott played today, Louis Diaz played today. You know, these are half the sides of an of an older age, half the sides of a young age. It's not the it wasn't the old players that were shit tonight and that need fucking booting out. It was a collective thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is where this is why I, this is why I'm more. I think I am. With. I think I think we're on borderline crisis mode here, and maybe I am overreacting. But this isn't it. It isn't a one off though. It's it's. It's the end of last season wasn't brilliant. We scraped there in the end to get that. But I don't think we were playing particularly well. There were warning signs, I think, were starting to creep in a little bit. And the start of the season's been really bad. Like really, really, really poor. And and it feels to me, I don't know, I don't I I I, I, I Jürgen's comments the other day were, were telling to me actually when he said We'll never push anyone out the door. We'll sell people if they come to me and say you want to go. We'll look for someone. I've never pushed anyone out the door. It's starting to feel like there should have been a few lads booted out that door. I think other teams can be a bit more ruthless. You just say, listen, thanks for everything you've done for me, but we're moving on in this direction. And that means, you know, lads who aren't even on the pitch today, I'm just saying, if they go, then maybe you can refresh the squad by bringing three, four, five other lads in. The reason we've got Darwin Nunes isn't because we were going to buy Darwin Nunes. It's because Sadio Mane left. Liverpool weren't going to do, weren't going to do anything up front. Where we know they wouldn't have done that. If, if Sadio stayed, they wouldn't have done something. They probably needed to. I think there's a reason Naby and Ox look like they're done. So why aren't they done? Why aren't they done in the summer? Because they're going, they don't want to be here. We don't really probably don't want them, and then you can do all this. I think he's been a bit loyal to so many players. The issue we've got now, and this is where I do agree with you on the stuff of like that, there's no one really to come back in for them all. So we're saying Trent's been bad. Hundred percent agree. Who plays right back? James Milner or Joe Gomez? Because Calvin Ramsey's injured. I mean, three the three worst players probably on the three of the four I think worst players on the pitch tonight. Because Fabinho was rubbish. I keep saying. So there's your options. So he, 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 that's where we're at now. We, the back of right back's injured, so now it's the centre half who, who's just been absolutely roasted to bits, or the old fella who everyone hates in the field. That, that's where we're at. They need to get players back fit. I understand that, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to say like something needs to change and change fast. And I, I'll be honest. Tell, let me know in the comments. Let me know in the live chat if you're watching along. I my problem at the moment is I don't know what that is, and I'm not sure that the manager knows. And that's a big worry, Chris. Well, look, you might you might well be right, Steve. Um listen, we'll we'll only find out in the fullness of time. I've still got faith that, you know, when the injuries dry up, when the squad is back together and playing footy, then we'll see what the manager wants. It's clear to me that he wanted to change how Liverpool were going to play this season compared to last. Yeah, he did. And it's clear that he probably had to because we were coming to the end of that sort of natural evolution of the front three of Bobby and, and Mane and Salah. And it did come to the end and it's obviously going to take time. Bobby Firmino, Salah and Mane weren't the best front three in world football from fucking week one. But people remember it like they were. They weren't. Salah started fucking unbelievably. Mane continued it. Firmino was good, but they weren't the best front three in the world. We, we, we've been lucky the last few years. We've got to witness the best front three in the world week in, week out. It takes time to build that understanding up. Now, 
everything else just compounded on the fact that when you're trying to do a rebuild and you're you trying to build your house but fucking bricks keep falling away yeah. as you're trying to do it you can't possibly fucking get, get to a finished job because there's fucking stuff you're going over there and then this wall's falling down that's what Jürgen's dealing with it might be his biggest job at Liverpool might be his hardest job because you've got to build it bigger and better than it was because that's what we're used to and I might I might agree with you that it won't be as good as it was but that doesn't mean we're going to be. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think we're finished. By like that, I, I just. I, I agree. Uh, uh, this manager, and I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I trust this manager. I trust the players he's got to pretty much up to an extent. I think with his best eleven on the pitch all the time. Yet we've got a chance. It just feels like again. It. it I don't know. I, it doesn't feel. It just. It doesn't feel good. Is the truth of it? And let's review this game very, very quickly. We're, we're, we're talking big pitchy, and there's time for down the line. Just on this one as a whole, Chris. It, what it, the basics come to me is that it felt very, 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 very easy <laughs> to score against Liverpool. <laughs> and that's that's a boss. Is that that can't happen? Like that that that. I know it's really, really, it really felt basic. like that all year. It's too easy to score against yeah. us. The goalie is trying as fucking best, as best as he can. He's kept us in the derby at times. There was a centre forward one on one with him all the How many times, Chris, is a fella got the ball between the goal with just Allison to beat? Or sometimes Allison's out the way. He isn't even there. Probably three times a game. You, you brought that graphic up earlier, and it was it's, it was so bad. It was just chance after chance right through the middle of us. And I don't I don't know if that's personnel. Is it system? Are we too knackered to play a high line? I'm starting to question if that's the case. Can we change that? Have we got the players to go deep? I don't know. That's what it feels to me. It feels like... But we're not winning the ball back out of the pitch. That's what we talk we're about not winning yeah. the ball back and out of the, the pitch. And that's the point. It's an intensity thing. If we're knackered, we're fucked. Because we this Liverpool need to be 100 mile an hour or they're nothing. They're like a, they're like a Formula 1 car. They can't do 30 rounds around no. the shops. They need to be all guns blazing or they're snookered. And at the moment, we're, we're second to everything. Everything. And I, I'm now you, you've got to wonder... Can, just explain that. Can you can you put, even put a finger on that defensive display today? No, I mean that that second goal, the Anguissa one, isn't it? That is one of the worst for me because there's nothing there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, that's the one. And where the Trent, third where Simeone's tapping. Yeah, as well. which which is the one was it one where Trent gets rounded. Second one. Second one, and then Trent goes inside to cover a man, and then they just and then Elliot and Fabinho was and that, Gomez that one. doesn't chase him, and and none of them chase them. None yeah. of them. Take take your pick. I, I know you. I know you disagree with me and think that you know whoever it was, Elliot has to go to the man. Look, he didn't go to the man. He stood still. If you want to get, go. Do something. One of you have to do something. It's like that meme yeah. with the stick. Just yeah, do something. Yeah, come on, one of you like, and then you know it's a great finish actually because I think Allison does really well to pretty much close off the near and far post, but he squeezes it in at the bottom. Bottom stick. That for me is terrible. You know, the one where Trent Alexander Arnold watches the man, you've seen how fucking angry I was looking at that one. Was that like the fourth or something? I can't remember. The third one is the one where um, Joe Gomez comes on, doesn't he? Yeah, Gomez absolutely pantsed. Um, And then Van Dyke's in a little bit of no man's land, to be honest with you. I don't think he can really do anything. It's It's just pathetic defending on so many levels. And it all either started with a long ball over the top or a fucking shit pass in midfield or someone being out sent somewhere. And and that's that's not good enough, man. That you didn't have to work for any of those goals. You didn't have to play well to score any of those goals. You just had to want it more for every single one of those goals. 
pretty much that. Right, then we're going to start wrapping things up. If you want more analysis of this, fucking hell. Um, Chris will be back very, very shortly with your reaction. So head to our social channels now. Get your thoughts in. I can only imagine what they're going to be like. I've got the joys of doing player ratings. I might just spew that. I'll figure out how I'm going to cross that bridge later on. They'll be both on YouTube. Then later on, on Red Men Plus, the instant match reaction. Me and Chris are going to dissect that in as much detail as we possibly can. And then obviously tomorrow morning, the final word show where everyone's had a little sleep on it and can dissect it even further because ultimately, like, post-mortems have to happen now and we have to figure out what the fuck went wrong and how to fix it very, very quickly. Thank you for everyone who joined us for the watch long. Most of you don't support Liverpool. I appreciate that, but <laughs> sounds get a little bit of money off it at the end of the day nothing else because, oh my goodness gracious me, that was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely terrible from Liverpool Football Club. Thanks for all for watching and we'll catch you next time. See you a bit. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you want even more Liverpool podcasts in your lives, do check out Red Men Plus. From as little as £5 a month, you can get tons and tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form. So yeah, go over to redmenplus.com, check out our amazing content. I'm sure you are going to love it.